I can assure you we're not speaking to a political party tonight. We're speaking to uh, author Pagamisa Nzamela and uh, a, a financial journalist uh, who's written this fascinating piece of work, uh, Native Merchants, the Building of the Black Business Class in South Africa. Um, Good evening to you and uh, the Metro FM business. You know, as I as I was reading it, and uh, I must say I've you know had an opportunity to uh, you know jump from one place to the next uh, in this great piece of work. Um, and before I, we get into the fascinating stories here, uh, you know, of uh, many people that we might know, you know, uh, uh, like uh, the parents of one uh, Ellen Kuzwayo, Walter Sisulu. Uh, and of course many others uh, who we might not necessarily know as well uh, you know uh, people like uh, the Kliniwe family uh, the story of Amawasha talk to me about the archival work and the research process of putting a rich contribution like this together sure thanks thanks agriculture mm. um, the Tengu area indeed, indeed. Um, I, I think, my brother, we must soldier on. We must soldier on, Ayabonga. Let, let us rise. Let us rise. We cannot blame anybody, you know, that our literature is, is or our stories mm. are, are not documented. Mm. And, and that is the genesis of, 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 of this thing. You know, the archive. Um, and and, 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 and Chandega said, hey, Palamita, Nakayedi jokes. You have to go to the archive, man. Um, so you are not going to microwave this project mm. and do it. You know, you are going to invest time. You know, so it's taken about seven years in the current format. Wow. DDE. So one had to go through newspapers of the 1800s. Mm. Um, a torturous case of writing, uh, Ayabonga. You know, people on Twitter often comment and say, why were we taught cursive writing at school? What was the use? Well, if you are in research and you bump into a letter signed by someone mm. in 1890 and it's in cursive writing and when I signed the cursive writing, you are going to be illiterate, my friend. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, it requires that patient paging through the archive in Pretoria on Hamilton Avenue, in Cape Town on, on, on Roland Street, at UCT, at the Yaga Library before it was uh, bent, uh, bent down. In Johannesburg at West University, there's a dungeon there at the Cullen Library where there's massive, 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 massive um, history. They're doing very well at VET. They're also digitizing this thing. Mm, mm. I also went to UNISA, um, at the UNISA Special Collection. Um, that is where they house the Matthews papers. Um, that is Naledi Pando's grandfather, mm. um, who was also a merchant um, of some sort. Um, they, they house the Matthews papers. They house the AWG Champion Collection. Um, and many other historical, historical papers, Ayabonga. Um, when I did a stint in England at the Financial Times in 2015, I would also use my weekend um, going to the British Library trying to find some, 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 some information. 
and of course in, in KZN the the Kili Campbell collection. Mm. You know what I find fascinating about um, you know, the, the journey you've had to go through is that some of this, I would assume, is very accessible. Uh, I mean, you mentioned the archive adverts and, and I think there's also one at UKZN which is, has been effectively digitized, uh, which is mm. a delight, I guess, for any researcher. But I mean, where would you find in Vozabanzundu, for instance, as a, as a, as a newspaper publication? Um, and do you find the archive in, I guess, a state that where it's still valuable to you as a researcher? Or in some instances, did you come across some of this material where it wasn't in a state where you could use it? Sure. Yes, yes, yes. I'm yes. reading back and I'm researching and I'm looking for his Um, He says, no, my brother. It's here at UCT. I will take a photo and send it to you. Okay. I then went to UCT, you know, because I could not be spoon fed. If you go to UCT, they will give you old papers, Ayabong, of the 1800s, and you have to page through. Now, you are given these papers in two formats. You can either choose the physical, where you want to page through, um, and you've got to be very careful and not go there with rubber hands. Mm. Otherwise, you are going to tear up, you know, the sensitive paper. But they often prefer pre- pre- what you call what you call a microfilm. Um, a microfilm is some technology I have that I told you introduced me to. You sit on that thing, reading a paper the whole day paging through it. It's a digital thing, but an antiquated thing of mm. some sort. You sit there at UCT looking for this thing, and you find nothing, Baba. After four hours, yeah. you show, <laughs> and you say, you're not going to give up. You're going to go back again to that microfilm and read, 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 read. Mm. So you are very correct. Some of the papers were shaded. You, 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 you couldn't read. But I must say, you know, because you're asking an important question, you know, there's, there's a new culture of always, um, and I fell on it at some point, you know, of accusing elders of being sell out. Right? Mm. If you mm. look at J.T. Jabab, you know, I, I, I cannot conceive of native merchants, the book, without the contribution of J.T. Jabab into archiving black history. Because J.C. Chabavu was owned in Bozabantu. Yes. And a lot of the information that is in the book, I got from J.C. Chabavu's in Bozabantu. Mm. And of course, is Labantu that was owned by O. Who has defected, by the way, from Jabago? I mean, the real pioneer native newspaper baron, who changed Jabago, whose child visited Jabago, yes. studied in England, and whose grandchild, Noni Jabago, went to England and was married mm. to the Cadbury. Uh, chocolate making network yeah yeah and you know i want us to pause here for a second we're going to take a quick spot break but uh you know one of the other interesting things about 
the son of JT Chabavu is, uh, you know, some of his early economics work into taxation of Africans, m- much of which is, is written in, you know, some of the most beautiful Issa Klosa. So we'll come back to some of these themes, uh, uh, Paramisa. But when we come back, I want us to get into some of these fascinating life stories and uh, historic accounts of some of these entrepreneurs. And as I said, they include some people we know, uh, the Walter Sisulus of the world and many others, but they also include the likes of Paul Kliniwe and a gentleman that uh, might be known to some people in KZN, AWG champion. 24 minutes it is after 8 p.m. You tuned in to our Thought Leader Thursday segment here on Metro FM Talk. Our Thought Leader on this Thursday is uh, a financial journalist, author, uh, and uh, yeah, the author of Native Merchants, the building of a black business class in South Africa, Pagamisa Nzamela. And uh, Pagamisa, you know, I want us maybe to uh, come back to an earlier but similar piece of work. Uh, and you mentioned this in your book, uh, in the opening section on uh, those who are working in the leisure and accommodation space. Uh, in that, you know, one T. Dimweli Scott, a former journalist and uh, once uh, a general secretary of the ANC, um, had done a similar study, a classical register of black entrepreneurs. Um, and I was saying to somebody on the weekend in East London, and they're from King Williamstown, that, uh, you know, the uh, hotel of one Paul Kliniwa still stands, which I think also speaks volumes about um, how well we conserve uh, the history and, of course, what stories we infuse into the buildings that we have. But let's start about Scotta's project and maybe touch, I guess, interestingly on the story of uh, Paul Kliniwe, uh, which uh, I sure. found certainly to be a fascinating one. I mean, sportsman, entrepreneur, uh, seemingly a man about town as well. So, of the ANC at the age of 13, mm. um, to... Then uh, he was daughter. Huh? Samuel, yes. Scott was married to Samuel's ex-wife, <laughs> and Samuel's ex-wife happened to be the daughter of Utuniwe, and that was Umotuniwe. Mm. Um, I mean, I don't deal with it on native versions, but Umulunga deals with it on Samuel. Uba, um, hey, uh, you know, when Samuel arrived, um, the market had collapsed. Of Mana Umot Pana. The markets had collapsed. I think But let's talk about sure. Mwen, you know. He comes from college, a relatively well off family. Um, you know, Kimball, you remember, was the old Johannesburg of the day. Sure. Sure. in the 19th century because of that diamond boom. So the father was a civil servant, um, mm. um, um, the, the food people. And Utatagamwe uh, owned the Pungane Lodge. Mm. Um, this is in the late 1800s. Utatagamwe um, was also a civil servant. Um, so back in the day, if you were a frugal civil servant, you could build a, a, a business. Umwen um, does this amazing project, which you are talking about, the who's who of African black folk. Um, I relied on, on the who's who, Ayabonga, in the research. Now, Mwen's book now, ne? Um, you are going to pay a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I paid about 5,000 rand to 6,000 rand um, for a coffee that I got. I know someone who paid 9,000 rand for it. So where would you get um, such copies? I, I mean, are you getting this? I can show you where you can get it. You can still get it. But be prepared to pay north of 10,000 rand. Um, and in there are brief, short biographies. Actually, wow. um, Ukraine, where I met at, um, at in, in, in that quarter, in that quarter diary, um, and, and many other guys, and uh, that channeled me to, 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 to the archives. Of course, thanks to Jacob Zanin, um, mm. who introduced me to, to Scott. And then Tliniwa's Hotel uh, out in King Williamstown, uh, what uh, I guess many would call in that day and age an inn. Uh, it was called the Temperance Hotel. We understand the building is still standing, Akon. Yeah. I don't think there's any native in the Eastern Cape that can match the Tliniwa's um, Wena Ayabog. Um, and, 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 and maybe I'm, I'm, I'm biased. Now, this is a rank to riches story. Mm. Proper, you know. So, Paul anyway, um, he was born in the Eastern Cape, you know, in a rural hamlet called Ipedford. 1857. Mm. In 1881, he goes there, you know, to, to, to love and he started this thing of, of, of being a teacher, you know, he becomes an educator. And then he chap saves money. Um, he doesn't just spend it at, 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 uh, at the ship in there. Um, you know, he, he saved it. He bought property, Ayabong, Mount East London. Port Elizabeth, King William's car. Mm. Um, now, I want us to talk about his journey of upgrading Hotel. He didn't start with the temperance hotel that you see a king next to the taxi rank. He started in small premises before, you know. You know, and uh you know yes, the poet, yes, 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 yes. You know, he was writing for this for Daisy Jabal, you know, and um, in 1887, you know, he, he, he was treated to a stay in a previous hotel of Tuniwe, you know, and uh, and, 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 and Tuniwe says this in 1887. He says the food was tasty, mm. um, the accommodation was accessible, you know, to both the well-off and, and, and the less well-off Stuff very, you know, pro professional. Um, this is the first guest house that had opened in 1887. Mm. Before he moved to the Market Square, which is now next to the Texas Ranch, um, in, in 1888. Mm. Now, here's the beauty. Né? These are not things that you just see uh, higher to an eyeball. Now, anywhere had cabs, um, horses, and wagons that fetched people at the station, cared from the station mm. to his guest house. Yeah? 
um sharpie you use the sharpie in book anyway had the sharpie and yeah the stable in 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 the premises you know to to protect you know <laughs> to 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 protect um you know the 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 the, the, the you know the, the animal but he got something that is unexpected in 1894 you know after making good business he built this double story thing for 2000 pounds i abound um i must say where i failed here was to convert it to, to current yeah, money, current money. Mm, um, yeah. I, I i i struggled with um with some of the current money managers because um you can't just do a direct 15 um south africa change from pounds to rand mm. and, and yeah yeah mm. yeah um but but back in the day he had invested 2000 pounds in that hotel that you see now this is what jt jabal was saying in 1894 ayabonga ne of the temperance hotel that you have also seen for the natives the hotel is in every sense of the term a grand hotel consisting in all of no less than 17 compartments in the lower and upper story of which there are large shops to the upper story is attached magnificent balconies the one facing market square having a commanding view of the public place of resort while the two other two other rooms are connected with the back part of the building it's got a dining room sitting room you know um and uh and 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 yeah. and, and, and bedroom and bedroom Paramisa, now Paramisa, you, yeah? I, i don't want you to give too much away because abantu bawophela bengi ayithenga ingoku lencwadi So, okay. so, so okay. I wonder, okay. just do a quick fast, fast forward okay. to the 1940s, okay. uh, just in the post-war period, and introduce yeah. us uh, to the Walter Sisulu, who is a real estate agent rather, I guess, than the Secretary General of the ANC. So, Yawana, what I tried to do after Ayabonga was to try and re-narrate the congressman. um not just from the stereotype of being politicians mm. but showing their merchant activity so we know many people know Walter Sisulu as a politician sure but we are hard to thought of the Walter Sisulu who started Sita Investment as mm. i been standing for Sisulu and THA standing for Target The man was selling property my brother in Johannesburg. Um but uh, his business did suffer Ayabonga when he became increasingly involved in the ANC. Mm. You remember he was um appointed uh, in 1949 if I recall well. Yes as the, um, as the secretary the general LNC. yeah. Yeah, as secretary general. Mm. Now it, it shows when I about what politics did to our people. It deprived them of building businesses. You know, we, we've got to get the brain to imagine whether Sita Investment had it not been for apartheid, whether Sita Investment would be as large as any of the estate agents that we know that I will not mention um, on your show, mm-hmm. I about. 
Mm. We've got to imagine that, you know, mm. how politics were destructive. You know, who... ZK. Yes, yes, yes. ZK is the grandfather. Mm. Yes, ZK is the grandfather. Now, how about we write to his father, ZK, which I write in the book? And he says that uh, Congress was only petite bourgeoisie. Mm. <laughs> and he says, Krika, referring to Umaroka, yes. who had retail businesses. It says, ah, Moroka bought this Packard sports coupe. Um, last month he had bought another one for over a thousand pounds. You know, uh, Congress is petite bourgeois, you know. Um, it, 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 you know, what you try and do when you mention the Sisulu story, um, Ayabonga, you know. We will try and demonstrate and, 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 and say firmly that it is actually stupid to say black people in this country are businessmen because they are in the ANC, mm. right? People were businessmen before the ANC yeah. took power in 1994. That is one angle that I was trying to show sure, sure. by portraying or that the world passes so you know, or that Matthews I want, in running I, insurance I, company. I want, I want you to, to do us a favor because mm. I, want, I want us to do this. You have mm. to commit to us, you're going to give us a part two because I think that segue just into the post war period is but mm. an entry point because I want you to Richard Paloy, was Alex. Yes. Uh, yes, but unfortunately, yes, I mean, Johannesburg next week Thursday. Come to the studio, um, if you but, can, but, but um, I'm launching in Rose Bank, so sure, I've got to think carefully about it. But anyway, we'll plot. Please, my we'll brother. Plot please, Ayabonga, my please, brother. Please. I promise you. I please, promise because you. this is the type of rich work. I mean, even the tweets that are coming through are saying, where can people find this book? People are saying, you know, this is the type of rich history that at least assist us to think a bit differently even about the present and i think that's the point of why why we do this and why we have to mine the archive uh to take a, a very long historical view of this paramisa thank you very much my brother and uh, yeah and, want to chat, chat to you next week. and keep your your istibalako running i'm impressed with your research on the tomlinson commission on economy at, at, at your You did the work, my brother. Don't stop. And I well done on the documentary, Baba. I've changed. Thank you very much for your time, my brother. Sure, sure.